0: To start, I want you to imagine the following situation in 15 years. I will go to the doctor for a routine exam, and the doctor will detect a serious illness affecting my kidney. And he tells me, Nico, you need a transplant, because otherwise you will not be able to continue living the same life. I mean, it it will hurt, and it can get worse any time. Like, something that can happen to anyone, right? Because of what we eat, what we drink, and and so many other reasons. So nowadays, in this situation, like, what option do I have? I sign up on a waiting list for organ donation, and I start praying like it will arrive on time and and be compatible, because there are people waiting for organs for more than 10 years, and they still didn't receive anything. Well, in 15 years, in this situation, the doctor is going to take some cells from my body, and thanks to a bioprinter, we will be able to print a brand new kidney that will be available in a few weeks and because it will be materialized with my own cells there will be no rejection possible. My name is Nicolas Bernfeld and this is the future we envision with WeBio, our bioprinting startup. A bioprinter uh, is like a, a regulatory printer but instead of working with plastic for example it works with uh, a bio ink which is a materials uh, that contains human cells. It looks like a type of gelatin, but when the printing process is over, we place the structure in a controlled environment for a few weeks, where the cells grow and spread into the structure, replacing the gelatin little by little with the human tissue. As of today, we have two main lines of investigation. One we focus on bone substitute uh, that acts like uh, small patches that we apply to a fractured bone to reduce recovery time and generate part of a new bone directly inside the human body. This is the current state of investigation. so we started uh, the differentiation of the stem cells. So actually the differentiation part is like when you tell the stem cells which tissue to generate, okay? Uh, So this is the image before the differentiation and on the right, after 20 days after the differentiation, uh, you can see that all the red you can see on this picture uh, are actually calcium uh, deposits uh, on the osteocyte. So this is something uh, that is actually uh, working. Uh, The second investigation we have is about uh, cartilage bioprinting. This will allow us to print part uh, of an ear, a nose, we can think about tracheal rings, And even a meniscus uh, that could be useful, you know, for a professional athlete, for example, after several years uh, of competition. Um, The state of the investigation today, we also start uh, differentiation like a few months ago. Uh, And what you can see here uh, actually are the chondrocytes, so the mesenchymal stem cells already differentiated to chondrocyte to generate cartilage and all the, the blue you can see on this picture are actually uh, it's collagen uh, that is generating the chondrocyte so so that's that's also very uh, encouraging so these investigations uh they are the first steps in our race towards organ printing uh, but however as of today bioprinting can already trigger a revolution on another market did you know that 90% of the drug that passes preclinical models fail human testing and worse than that you know they often put the patient health at risk so what does it mean like before testing a drugs on human uh, we tested on preclinical models, and all the drugs that works on these models, well, they're not working on humans, and put their health at risk. So, I think it's important to take like a, a few seconds, you know, to analyze this number. It's it's stunning. Now, the, the industry responsible for developing drugs for for our health problem has a success rate of only 10% after preclinical test. One drug out of 10. So, how can we explain this? Well, basically, uh, is that. Although there have been, like, many technological progress in health, the drug testing process remains almost the same than 30 years ago. Preclinical tests consist uh, on tests on two-dimensional cell culture and then tests on animals, mostly rats. Like, if those tests are conclusive, it is tested with real patients. But, like, I mean, come on, one can directly see, you know, that those test environments are, are completely different from the human body. And that is why, the, that's how we can explain, I mean, this 10% uh, success rate. Now, thanks to bioprinting, uh, we're going to be able to test the drugs on the human tissue, the human tissue that we grow outside of the patient's body. This will allow pharmaceutical companies to determine with greater precision if the drug is safe and efficient before testing it on real patients. Therefore, that's why we are convinced that that within five years, uh, bioprinting can transform this 10% success rate to 40%. And it will basically allow pharmaceutical companies to develop drugs uh, in a safer, faster, and cheaper way. Uh, it can also like, reduce uh, drastically the amount of animal testing for drug and cosmetical product. you know, uh, another effect it can have. So uh, when you know that it takes like 2.6 billion dollars and 12 years to develop one single drug for humans, you know, for the regular standard to, as of today, like imagine uh, the effect bioprinting can have on this on this market on this process, and and when you know that the total uh, pharmaceutical R&D spending, uh, well, like in 2017 uh, they were up to 165 billion dollar, so I mean even if we do not get to the 40% success rate, that is uh, our objective, uh, but we get, at let's say, only 20%, right? It would already be, be like a revolution, and the market within our reach is, is huge. So, what competition do we have? Uh, mainly companies from the US and Europe. Uh, some of them, like Cellink and Regimat, they focus on the, the development of bioprinters. Others, like uh, Organovo and Poitis, are investigating with this technology. So we differ uh, on three main level, levels. Uh, the quality and the volume that we achieve uh, with our bioprinter, especially in height, uh, like the, the height that of the, the piece we can print, um, but also uh, in flexibility. Why? Because we manufacture the bioprinter and the bio-ink uh, ourselves, so we can easily adapt one or the other uh, to meet uh, the requirement of a specific investigation. Uh, that is why we're also interested in having our own investigation, because we are, we are convinced that that is how we bring value to the table. Uh, and three, uh, we know that there are top-level scientists in Argentina and, and LATAM in general in South America. So that is why we aim to empower them by giving them access to technology and, and opening new collaborative research. Like the, the idea behind this is that together we will move, uh, we will move quicker uh, towards our goal of, of organ printing. So the business model uh, that we, we envision is basically first uh, to open a bioprinting service for a research lab here in Argentina. Uh, why? Because it will allow us to, f- to well generate incomes uh, quickly, uh, also make sure that uh, what we offer like can, can be useful for investigation, learn more about what they need, uh, and also with the idea that even if we can offer it only locally in Argentina when we start, uh, it will be it would be easy for us to 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 expand on another market, because as I said, as I just said, like we manufacture our own bioprinter and the bio ink. So in a few weeks, we will be able to open a, a lab uh, in Brazil or, or in the United States, for example, if we see at something uh, that that we want to do. So that will be the first uh, business unit, uh, the first steps. The second test is that we want to offer like remote drugs trial to pharmaceutical companies. So how that. How, how would that work? Actually, uh, we would receive the drug from, from a pharmaceutical company here in Argentina, and we would test that drug on a bioprinted human tissue, see how this tissue reacts to the drug, and offer them uh, a report uh, with all our conclusions regarding uh, this specific drug in development and the human tissue that they, that they require. So that would make them, uh, the pharmaceutical company, it would allow them to use this analysis like internally and make sure uh, or at least has a better, a clearer vision on which drugs uh, they could try on clinical uh, on clinical trials on human body uh, or is it, is it a waste of money of time to try these drugs, you know? If it's not working on the human, you know, tissue... Uh, it will not work on the human body. Uh, so so that's a bit the idea. We're not gonna, we are not gonna change the whole process of, of drug trials and how you can, uh, you know, commercialize and start selling the drugs. But what we want to do is, like, we want to offer a pharmaceutical company another tool to detect earlier in the process if this drug is worth uh, trying on, on the human patients. So that's the idea. That will it will allow us to offer this uh, service globally, right? Because we would receive the drugs here in Argentina where uh, costs are lower. We would experiment that with the human tissue and send the report. So that's a, a service that we offer globally uh, as a, directly at the beginning. So that's why we see it as our main uh, business unit. The third uh, unit we envision for the future on the long term would be regenerative medicine. When we're going to be able to use those same tissue directly uh, to implant on the human patient, on the patient's body, sorry. So that means we will enter a brand new market. Uh, we could, we're going to be able to sell this to, to hospital health insurance. And obviously, we want to offer that uh, to, in the US and Europe for the acquisitive power of, of, of people. That is something we are not going to be able to, to offer only locally because we need to print it. And it needs to be printed, uh, obviously, close by uh, the patient who needs it. Right. So these are the three business units uh, we envision as of today. We're actually looking uh, to, for, uh, to raise some money, uh, $500,000, uh, basically 40% of it will be used to open up uh, our own labs. Uh, we have their uh, raw materials and maintenance for two years uh, and salary for two years too. The idea is that with that money, we could have at least a year and a half or two years uh, on the runaway. Uh, I'll be glad to give more details if, if someone is, is interested in the project. So our team. Let's meet the team. Uh, we have Carlos Susani here, which is uh, who is PhD in biology. He's our head of science, kind of our stem cells guru. Uh, Laurent Rodriguez here, industrial engineer. Simon Gabriak, mechanical mechanical engineer, and myself, Nicholas Berenfeld, uh, more of a business engineer. So uh, through different contests and and startup competition, we already uh, won some awards, some recognition from the MIT uh, Latin American office, uh, from Novartis too. So uh, we know that our project uh, has already a bit of traction and is interesting, uh, professional, you know, in this in this market. Uh, So to conclude, uh, we wanted to show you this image. uh, What you see there in green and blue are human cells uh, growing in one of our bioprinting structures. So this picture was actually taken five days after the printing process. And little by little, you know, they are generating actually a human tissue. So obviously it's a slow and, and complex process. But achievement like this takes time and, and, and hard work. And, and today the truth is we need support to keep these cells growing and together be able to change the lives of millions over the next 15 years. Thank you very much.